Welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Is that a... Was that an audio feature? To... <laughs> was there... To was the there... <laughs> Did I miss... Did I miss... We have a, a glitch, an inadvertent glitch, I guess. Yeah, what I heard, like... I heard the intro, and then I heard, like, our... Our waiting music kind of blend in together. Total feature. I totally you know, need to do that. Yeah... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I had some, I had, uh, the, I had this show up and ready to like watch to make sure we weren't having any visual glitches and we had an sure. audio glitch because that's what happens. We talk about gaming, video game news, all kinds of nerdy stuff while we're here, uh, hanging out every single Wednesday night because you got nothing better to do. Olympics are over, right? So hang out. They're still going. Are they, are they still going? I thought they had the closing ceremonies. Uh, no. No. The Olympics are two weeks, man. Oh, God. Yeah. See, I'm just so out of it. Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, there's there's Olympic drama. I'll say that. There is um, Olympic drama. Yeah, Biles is out. But, yeah, they go until, uh, uh, like, the first week of August. Oh, uh, okay. Excellent. So they'll be next week, too. So we're about to end the first week. United States currently leading the medal count at 31, but not leading the gold medal count. We only have 11 to uh, China and Japan's 12 and 13. I saw something interesting uh, about how little we pay uh, the uh, Olympic gold medalists from America in comparison to some other countries, which I thought was pretty pretty interesting. Um, Not to get political here but immediately i'm like why aren't we why aren't we paying them more they have this insane sponsorship there's so much money uh especially with with biles and other uh other athletes that there's so much money and so much focus on them why aren't they paid more um it's yeah and what's interesting about that is like that i don't even know if they're actually paid at all unless they they get them yeah if they win they get paid but it's like Thirty-two thousand dollars or something like that, right? Um, yeah. So like they, I think, comparatively speaking, because Americans like it's like stupid low. It's like thirty something thousand dollars yeah. for a gold medal, whereas like in other countries you might get paid like a milli for a gold mm-hmm. medal. That's a significant difference. Um, they get stipends. I think it's really. It's, it's that line of like, well, technically they're amateur athletes, but uh, they are professional amateur athletes, I guess. I don't really know how all that works. I don't know if the Olympics are still considered amateur or not. <laughs> that's that's a good question. Um, that's a good question. I mean, I would I would think I think the only reason that they're considered amateurs is because we're not paying them. I mean, they're, you know, arguably, if not, not really a way to argue this, like they're the best in their you know in their sport whatever their sport is they're the best in their sport 
why aren't we paying them? Like, especially if there's all the sponsorship, the viewership, the commercials, everything that, that goes on. I'm, I know this has been one of the lowest years, but there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, uh, and what's, like, yeah. what's even to add on to that? So not every sport has professional athletes in it. Like our basketball team most famously has NBA players. Yeah. But if you look at uh, other sports, a lot of those players are coming out of college, which if they were still in college until this year, yeah, they were not allowed to get endorsements because they were still a part of the NCAA, which would which would did not uh, allow uh, players to receive endorsements because of the collegiate amateurism. There's a lot of why do uh, why do Americans get to benefit uh, or why does the American I don't know industry get to yeah. benefit off of these young people? But that's not what you're here for. We could talk no. about <laughs> we could talk about uh, Tencent here in a little while and 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 how money relates to the gaming industry we but can. it is a definitely a very interesting conversation to, yeah to be had. that was uh, that was an optional one i'm gonna throw it i'm gonna talk about it in here though it was like one of my like if we have enough stories to talk about i don't know if we're gonna have enough stories to talk about i'm gonna jump right into the news here because we we have some good stuff to talk about some mess stuff to talk about starting off with uh kenna being delayed kenna bridge of shadows bridge of shadows <laughs> i'm bummed <laughs> yeah um I'm bummed, especially because I hadn't seen this footage until today, and it makes me want to play the game even more. I don't know if you you had seen it before, um, but sorry, Bridge of Spirits. I meant, meant Bridge of Spirits when I said Bridge of Shadows, but uh, yeah. the gameplay, looking at this, looks even better. I mean, I, I thought it was going to look good and everything, but it's like it's like a beautiful, cartoony Horizon Breath of the Wild thing going on and i love it yeah i uh you know it's like uh zelda meets um what's that other game with the little guys that follow you around oh uh pikmin yeah zelda with yeah. pikmin so there's yeah. a pikmin uh mechanic to the game and that's what's uh definitely intriguing this game i don't know i don't i think from the trailers it is probably overselling itself a bit this is this studio's very first game there is still a smaller studio apparently they have worked on a lot of stuff and they and like the reason why the visuals and stuff look so good is they've worked on some movies and animation and, and things like that so uh but they're they're going big for their first go and that's what excited me for it i actually have this game pre-ordered um and that was going to be my august game so i'm going to beat skyward sword here soon i'm about 20 ish hours into that uh i'm on the home stretch just got my uh my master sword and uh that was going to lead right into this, so now I'm going to have to regroup and figure out what uh, what August holds. I think there's some stuff coming to Games Pass, though. Like, yeah. I think 12 minutes is finally coming out next month. Yes, yes, it is. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you're only have you only getting to delay, you know, a month because it's coming out uh, September 21st. It's not like so it's going to be a delaying. birthday present instead. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, um, it's you know when I when I first uh, when I first saw the you know the message from you um, that it was delayed. The first the first thing that I thought i was worried it was like oh we're delaying to like january but that seemed like too much oh. 
<laughs> sounds like that. It sounds like there's got to be some polish. Maybe they're working on a patch, you know, because mm -hmm. if if we're if we, if we were this close to out, that just like, does that mean it hasn't gone gold yet? And so are they trying to it, it's going to be I think as far as I know, it's a digital only release anyway. So yeah. maybe they're delaying it because they want a better version of it to be to be out. As we know, we don't we don't mind delays on this show. It makes the game better. I, spe I think everybody uh, is now used to it. Now, though, 2021 is definitely the year of the delay, uh, and that's just the way COVID go. And just you just expect everything to, to get delayed. Whatever whatever uh, date it is uh, for a movie or a video game, uh, Dune did get a release date finally, uh, officially. So I'm happy about that because it kept getting bumped and bumped and bumped so it's uh, october 21st i think i'll have to double check um but that got solidified so i'm happy about that um when is like the the new james bond movie i think is coming out soon too i mean yeah yeah so we're finally starting to get like less delays but unfortunately delays still happen because because development cycle i'm fine with you know like we say i'm fine with delays make sure it's it's good i'm hoping that like you said it's you know maybe it's just that final you know patch or something that polish off a few things they they knew they weren't going to be ready uh without crunching and maybe that was yeah. the choice it was do we delay or do we crunch delay that's e easy choice easy choice um speaking of uh, really bad things i'm gonna bounce around a little bit we had a blizzard walkout was scheduled today still the balls at the wall yeah, bouncing around a lot, uh, but uh, I thought that was a decent segue for really bad things that are uh, immoral. Uh, and uh, yeah. Blizzard walkout for uh, harassment uh, lawsuit that's been going on. Um, mm -hmm. I I I was looking to see if there was any footage or anything, you know, of it happening. But then I thought, well, a lot of the employees may not be in the office; they may still be working remotely. So the walk, you know, it's not really a physical walkout, maybe a virtual walkout. People were. Um, uh, encouraging everyone not to log into Blizzard games today in in uh, solidarity. Um, I did like, I don't know if you saw, or I guess you saw because of the notes, but uh, Blizzard saying that Blizzard basically supported the, the movement, supported the walkout, which I thought was, um, I thought that was a, a great thing to do to say, hey, if, if you do, um, you can take PTO. It wasn't, you're going to be, you're going to, get pto it's like you can mark it for pto if you want we're not we're not penalizing you for for leaving uh if you want to market market out whatever like um i thought that was that was a good move in on their part um and they've been they said that i'm pretty sure i'm getting this one ea mixed up uh in regards to the um investigations going on but either way yeah, it's 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 a big cluster but either way like seeing a company go hey we support what you're saying and we agree is i think is a big thing is a good thing well i mean they have to after yeah. they made because well, we didn't really cover this last week when it initially happened but for the you know the the back end of this is that the state of california has sued uh activision blizzard uh after a two-year investigation for a few different things um there's some sexual harassment stuff there's um uh um equal equal opportunity employment stuff uh and then there's something else that that i forget there's actually a really good video on this i've referenced this guy a couple times um because he's a lawyer he's a business lawyer but he also plays video games and so he likes to analyze um 
lawsuits and things that happen around the video game industry, and that's Hogue Law, H-O-E-G. Um, he did a great breakdown, if you're interested, in the legal stuff. And when you listen to him, know that he's not uh, he's not there as, like, his opinion. He's really just breaking down what he thinks uh, is kind of, like, provable, what evidence mm-hmm. he thinks needs to happen for it to happen in a court of law. So sometimes people get upset with him because, you know, he's kind of breaking down certain things and offering kind of his, like, opinion as a legal figure versus sure. a moral figure. Yep. And so know that if you listen to this, that... And anything that he does around this kind of thing, most of the time he tries to leave his morals out of it and tries yeah. to go objectively based on like what the law says. So he did a great breakdown of it. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. The thing, though, is they made this really crap statement when the lawsuit initially came out about how like the state of California is out to get them and like there's a reason that companies are leaving California. And so... Now they kind of have to double back and be like, yeah, okay, guys, like, no, you, you know, you protest, that's fine, you know, it's yeah. it's cool, and you know, after making that blunder of a PR move, uh, and then now there was a letter today um, from, I believe, Ubisoft employees, because Ubisoft's been going through some mess, and their mess started last year, even again, been going on for a while, but mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff, and their, their senior leadership has also not changed, just like Blizzard's senior leadership has not changed, yep. and so do we finally see some shakes in the industry i don't i don't know yeah i mean i would i would like to see it it's it's also hard in those situations of at what level at what you know what what's the the classic uh, question like what did what did they know when did they know it like you know, yeah. that kind of so for a, from a leadership standpoint like either way it should have been you know something handled and something stopped um internally and at the level of some of the things discussed it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to not put these leaders as you know complacent to that type of uh uh what's it called the, the culture of of their workplace uh it's not something where it's like wow that was an isolated event i didn't know about it because no one told me it's no this is a pattern um, it's a big pattern through the industry, and it's it's no longer a boys' club. None of these things should have been excusable in any way, but it's no longer uh, it's no longer a boys' club where it's just a bunch of guys uh, pranking each other and still being inappropriate. It's like now we we have equality. It's not like the fifties. I'm just thinking like Madden and kind of like mentality. I'm rewatching Mad Men right now. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's I've, very I need to watch. I need interesting. To watch it. Yeah, I've, oh, I've never watched, seen it. I've seen the first like the first season or so, uh, and it's really Mad good. It's great. Really, yeah, it's the great quality. Um, but yeah, it's it, it just makes me think of that mentality when it comes to a workplace. And I've worked at places like that where HR knew and like repeatedly was told about it. I don't know, and I, I will say, you know, what, I don't work there anymore, so I can say it. Like I've, I was in one where HR was repeatedly involved, but the idea was, hey, uh, guys, keep it down because we don't want HR involved. And then HR got involved, and they were saying, okay, guys, I don't want to talk to you about it again because then I've got to, then I have to tell people more people about it. And then the second and third time, it was, 
okay, I'm, I'm supposed to talk. I'm supposed to report this, but I'm not going to this time. Just like, what, what are you even doing here? You're, you're just coming in here to wag, wag your finger. So if that's happening and they're isolating it, then of course the, they, uh, these leaders and the CEOs and everything are, aren't really to blame, but I, I guarantee that they know, I guarantee that they know about this, this, uh, culture of harassment and uh I mean, most of the time hr does know yeah. whenever something happens yeah. but the, the the equal pay thing is the tough one that's yeah. always hard because when people think about equal pay and i you know again i'm speaking from just an analytical standpoint sure. so anybody that listens i don't want them to get too mad at me but a lot of times they can't prove it because whenever they're trying to equate jobs, they're mm -hmm. like, well, this job is not the same as that job. You literally like have to look at a, a same position. And normally when you get into salaried stuff mm -hmm. like that, there's like books, you know, every company has got these like things that say like, this is what the pay is for that position where you're located, et cetera, et cetera. There's normally like some kind of justification reason. Yeah. And so it's really hard a lot of times to prove because some of the, especially some of these higher up positions, there's only one of you. And yeah. so how many, you know, how many, how many things can you really say? Now there is one interesting one in there and that's going to be like what, you know, I want to hear more about as it gets dug into was that there's one person who said, like, I think she was in marketing or something mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. she was pulling in more, more money for her marketing work and getting paid less than somebody who, who did it. So I want to see the breakdown of that. Like, did that guy have like one fantastic year and get a raise one time? And that's what he was stuck on. Or like, was it really like a thing? Like, and again, don't shoot the guy sure. say, like this isn't me saying that people aren't screwed you know yeah. i i'm married to a very smart and um she probably should be more successful than she is woman who's mm -hmm. had to you know fight for things and she's gotten laid off probably when she shouldn't have whenever she does extremely quality work and stuff and had to start again with another yeah. company and not necessarily start over but she you know is still fighting for like that that recognition that she definitely deserves um and luckily uh it looks like she's on the path to to finally starting to make progress on yeah. that but it's yeah. still like a thing from my standpoint i i'm not a very educated person i'm, I'm not a person who um is qualified for a lot of higher up positions. So I just get to watch her not get what she, in my opinion, deserves whenever I know I'm exactly where I should be, Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, and so I don't want anybody to think that I, um, don't understand, but mm -hmm. it's the proving it. It's always yeah. the proving it, like what it, what it says on paper. And I do want to note if you guys are tuning into this later and you tried to watch us live, it looks like we got blocked for something. I'm going to guess it's the world. Of Warcraft video. I already just submitted a dispute, but okay, good. so we won't be able to get any more live viewers, unfortunately. So That's if you tried terrible. to tune in, we, we do appreciate you. That's terrible. I, tr I block out the majority of the screen and we still get blocked. Um, as if, um, I'm going to block out more because apparently the algorithms are getting a little bit better when it comes to that. No, you're, you're exactly right. And when it comes to the exact same job, that's the only way you can really dice it. Even then they'll say, oh, well, this person's quality work versus that person's quality work. But if she in marketing 
was able to say pull you know if she was consistently doing that right then that then that's 100 because you were saying you know did he have a banner year and then got a promotion but the the inverse is still the same did she just have a really great year like or a great last eight months or whatever and usually he does better so you have to wear those things in and um and even a lot of jobs like you said they'll they they look at it and say okay it's this job at this level where you're located they usually have a salary range um Mm -hmm. and that range was where they could lowball uh someone uh and it shouldn't happen based on their quality if they can bring in if they if they do quality work and they have their value in an asset then you pay them you need to pay them because otherwise they'll go find someplace else to work. um but yeah, yeah and it exists that way for like for what i do because a lot of my people that i work with are at home and so our uh our stuff's like regional based because cost of living is different in different areas and so they have to account for that and you know uh there's states that don't pay taxes there's only four of them but the, you know that that gets taken into account mm-hmm. um and so there could be a difference in pay for somebody like for people who are in the same exact position but they have a book on it that says like well you're located in texas or you're located in florida or you're mm-hmm. located in montana and then they also like uh yeah i probably shouldn't go too much further into it but yeah. they have books on that that sure. dictate that kind of kind of thing to to make any justifications if you were to go and say well it's like well sorry you live in wyoming and he lives in california like we're we're equating it because it's way more expensive for that person yeah. to, to work in California than it is for you to live in Wyoming. I'm Which sorry. <laughs> 100% quality, you know, like 100% the cost of living, the cost of just getting, you know, and, and by that I mean just living in general. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's insane in California. Um, I've got coworkers in California and it's it's in, like the cost of anything and everything is crazy expensive and i remember uh, we stayed at a airbnb in san francisco yeah. and just for fun because we loved san francisco great atmosphere um just fun good weather and like we were like all right what's what's this place run that we're staying at we're staying at airbnb three thousand dollars a month for this like apartment that we were at and we're like that's more, that's more than I bring in yeah. in, a, in a month. Like, yeah. so. and, and, I, and I'm guessing it wasn't that big of an apartment either. It was just a little, little tiny, yeah, little yeah. tiny apartment that's just big enough. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. To, that's why they need to get paid more in that state. So, anyways, we can go on a giant tangent about that. But you should be paid. You should be paid not just what you're worth. You should be paid enough if you're doing a job to live. Uh, in general, and I don't think anyone should be able to disagree with that. Uh, I will say, believe women, though. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Now that for the other parts of that lawsuit that we didn't really dig into, believe believe women, women listen, un, like like understand, don't immediately dismiss. Um, I've had I have had times where like just asking questions, I've had people be like, "No, you don't believe her." I'm like, "No, no, no, I just want to know more about what happened." Like because that's important. It's a part of the believing. Is like I need I I want to. I want to hear what happened because otherwise, you know, it, anyways, we'll, we'll come on to something else. Cause we, again, we could talk about other things other than gaming, but I do want to talk about gaming a little bit today. Uh, Dead Space got announced. The Dead Space remake got announced uh, in a hard pivot uh, last week, right after we finished our show. I want to say it was Thursday. Uh, this one was rumored. We talked about it very briefly earlier this year. Um, out of all of the, uh, the, franchises to reboot i think this mass effect and 
Uh, there's probably a couple more, but those are like the two that I'm, I'm like, we could reboot those. We could do a good job. Uh, Dead Space 3 and Mass Effect 3 just were letdowns. But Dead Space 1 and 2, Mass Effect 1 and 2, great. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on the Dead Space remake? I, uh, you know, I kind of, at the, in one way, I'm really happy because I'm like, I never fe- I never finished it. It's available on Game Pass right now. I actually downloaded it before they announced it, so now I'm not gonna play it. Um, but I downloaded the I downloaded Dead Space because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna see if I can go back and beat this game. And now I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> now that I know that there's a superior version on the horizon, uh, the one well, thing is, is like I, I wonder what. Yeah, I thought it was a reboot though. It's not a reboot. I feel like it's like a remake. remake like I mean, remake, remake, right. remake, reboot. Like, how much are they changing? Right? It's remake, not remaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what right. I'm saying. It's 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 not a remaster. I I guarantee it's not going to be. Ah, that's. You know, you're probably right when it comes to the story. The story of the first Dead Space is one of my favorite stories in, in gaming. Um, when it comes to uh, when, it, when it comes to like really feeling for a protagonist and, and one you didn't think you would uh, empathize with, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess if it's a remake, yeah, I guess if they're keeping the same story, I get it. It's it's a great story though, like uh, similar to like Bioshock, like the journey of Bioshock is is a great one. If you did you you played Bioshock, right? It's on the li- it's on the twelve for twelve list. The first Bioshock. Yep. Oh wow! Okay, cool. Well, I'm I know, glad I know the ending. I know the ending already. Okay, so that's, okay, that's, okay. That's one of those. That's one of those that I didn't make the test of time. Like I managed to avoid Doki Doki Literature Club for years, but I did not <laughs> yeah. avoid uh, Shall You Kind or Will You Kindly? Yeah. Uh, did not did not miss that. And I, you know, I, what's funny is you know exactly what I'm saying. It's oh, still I, not spoiling it. Oh, so. I know. It's 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 a the. I'd say Dead Space. Dead Space. Like you know, it's it's not. In my opinion, so if there's, if there's a big space, if there's a big twist in Dead Space, I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's. I wouldn't say it's like it's as iconic, but it's definitely it's definitely a turn that you don't. That I mean, I didn't. Expect, it's not at that level. I'm trying to like temper your expectations. It's like no, no, no it's not earth shattering, but I really enjoyed it. Um, Let's see, we started with the original level design of the original Dead Space, uh, but you can see some iterations were made that they definitely want to do. So it looks like they're going to be. Maybe changing some map, and then we want to be implementing some lore ideas from two and three. Not okay. necessarily improving things, but kind of mi- allowing them to maybe drop some Easter eggs. Okay, good in choice. There. So it looks like it. It looks like they are remaking the game, but that they are keeping pretty much the the, the heart intact. So. One, I don't know if you've looked at Dead Space recently. It looks pretty good still to this day. So that bad. just means it's going to, it better look dope. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I would have probably just been so fine with like a 4K60. I don't know if you've looked at Dead Space recently. Myself. It looks pretty good you still to this day. Yep. Right. Now you should not be able to hear yourself. I, that is correct. <laughs> uh, uh, it looks pretty good. I would have just been okay with if they did some kind of like 4K 60 yeah. uh, work on it and then started working on either rebooting it or moving on to, to the next Dead Space. But then again, I haven't played anything other than part of one, and so it is still going to be all new for me. Um, 
uh, sorry, my wife just texted me uh, and, and making plans for, for tomorrow because uh, she gets to end the week off with me. I took this week off of work and she took she was able to get Thursday and Friday off. So um, very cool. I don't know. So I don't know. Are you happy with a remake or did you want more? Have you played more than just one? I've played. Yeah, I played one, two and I played part of three. Um, I've beaten one. I beat one and two. And I. I guess I just saw the, the the trailer. I didn't look uh, as far into it. I'm I'm not disappointed that it's only that it's you know that it's going to stay true to that first Dead Space. I mean yep. now I'm feeling like if this is kind of going to be a definitive experience, that's mm. going to be really cool for them to t- say, hey, this worked really well. Let's make it better, like uh, Diablo Two. I cannot wait to play Diablo Two. The Diablo Two uh, Resurrected. Because there wasn't, I mean, Diablo 2 is great. It didn't age well when it came to graphics. The The gameplay was still pretty good. But and a lot of clicking. More. Yeah, a lot of clicking. Hopefully there's some auto pickup going on. <laughs> uh, I hope so. That's a good quality of life. Like, I mean, auto, the, like auto gold, for yeah, example. which is in uh, Diablo 3 has an auto gold. Um, I think there's probably a lot of quality of life. Uh, imp- there, are, there are quality of life improvements. I don't know about gold yet because um, I haven't dug in uh, that far into it. But um, getting a definitive experience where I can play it, still enjoy it, and I can reminisce enjoying a game that I absolutely love and not feel like um, the rose-colored glasses have just been removed. Uh, I'm right. hoping to get something like that when it comes to Knights of the Old Republic because I love Knights of the Old Republic, but it has not aged well at all. Um, speaking of isometric games, though, I think I'm out on Tribes of Midgar for now. I put that on in there because I just wanted to, to mention this is a good example of, like, don't pre-order a game until, like, you've unless you're completely 100% in on in it uh, and you know what you're getting into. I didn't think about the roguelike elements of this game and um, I, I haven't done a ton of research into it, but one of the reviewers that I was uh, listening to was talking about like, you know, it's great, but you know, each, each session on the, in um, the survival kind of mode, each session you start kind of from scratch where you get some some starter stuff. If you've if you're you've been playing for a long time, you get more starter pack stuff than if you start out the first time. So roguelike survival. That was the part where I was like, I didn't put that together that every single time I'm gonna be starting from scratch, as opposed to um, starting from scratch and being able to build out for a while. I didn't think about the that didn't quite click for me. So I don't know how I don't know what all carries over, but I immediately thought, I don't think I'm going to have enough time to sink into it to really get the enjoyment out of it that I'd want. Um, unless it lets, and this is the part I need to do more research, unless it lets me on Switch hit that power button, go do something, hit the power button again, and can I go back to playing it as long as my Switch didn't die? Um Maybe I'll be in on that at that point because my other consoles, I mean, I'm going to shut them off. It's going to suspend it. But um, if you're not carrying over that much per run and if it disconnects me from whatever their server is and it, and it stops me from playing, then that's going to be uh, unfortunate. So I'll have to look and see how that is. It's only 20 bucks though, so it's not like a terrible... It's not like I'm paying 60 bucks for the game. But... I felt like there is no game. offline mode. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to ruin that for you. I know that oh, you said you're. I heard there's, there's yeah. A, there's no offline. So that's what I'm worried about. Is like if I hit the power button on Switch, you can't. 
yeah, it's you're gonna get disconnected because it, if you're playing, uh, if you played Outriders, for example, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they might you might have like a a brief amount of time where like you'll still be in, but just the same thing with Outriders, like you would try and um, sleep that game by just yeah. like doing it. You'll get logged out, you'll get disconnected, you'll have to reconnect uh, every yeah. time. It's an always online game, and but. And if I'm reconnecting, am I able to reconnect to the same quote session? That I don't know. Yeah. That's and see, and that's where like I really need to I need to know those details because it, as we've talked about this a lot when it comes to Nintendo Switch, I I mean I could play this on other consoles, but if I'm playing on my Switch and I need to need to pause to do something or you know I I usually just hit the power button go do whatever it is that I'm doing, and I come back to my game. Dark Souls logs you out of the network. You have to log back in, but I'm back to where I was. So I didn't really lose... Um, I didn't lose momentum. I didn't lose, uh, um, you know, my progression. I'm worried that hitting that power button on the Switch would do that. Disconnect, and then I can't connect to back to that session, to that run, if you will, on a roguelike every run starts from the beginning so if i can hit the power button and it doesn't disconnect me uh and there's some way that it keeps that and i don't know exactly if if it could do that um but the fact that it's not there's no no offline mode means that this is one of those games that's made for you know you you've got a dedicated couple hours of gaming and you're not going to do anything else uh, and if you can do that, great. Um, I don't have that luxury all the time. A lot of times I'm going to play for a little bit and I may get interrupted. So I may be out on this depending on how that works on Switch, uh, which is disappointing because I thought this game kind of looked cool. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to have yeah. the time, to, time to invest into it. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling you're probably going to be out of it, unfortunately. But, you know, just based on my initial uh, assessment yeah. of it, you're like you're probably going to be, and that does suck. It, it from what I'm reading, it's fun if you have somebody to play co-op with. Yeah, uh, and you know, it's getting it's been out I think for a while on Steam and in pre-release. Now it's just that it's come everywhere. But from what I know, it's actually like a pretty fun. Um, game but like it's one of those games that you definitely want to like play with other people uh, from what i can tell anyway and so the only the the biggest thing that sucks about that is just you got to be really careful about the games that you're pre-ordering like you know we were talking about kenna earlier i pre-ordered it because it looks like a zelda game you know and i've been burned on that before or like i i uh i know a lot of people love this game but i pre-ordered spirit fair and I did not like it. I totally misunderstood what that game was about and what yeah. the the type of game that it was and that you were like kind of city building along with your along with your narrative and I had zero desire to keep up with that. It's the same reason I don't like things like Stardew Valley where it's like I don't I don't want to manage yeah. a town while I'm doing that kind of thing, but I got I burned my own self by not by not putting in that research time before before buying it sometimes that happens though you know yeah. hey, at least i can be like hey developer i gave you a little money even exactly. if i don't like your game here's what exactly. I'm and and that's where it's unfortunate because i like i feel like i'd have a good time that every reviewer that i listen to i listen to like three two and a half reviewers because i barely listened to the third one um but they all said it was it was really enjoyable and it was fun uh so this is now going on my on my list uh, for uh black friday or 
whenever it goes on a on a deep discount where I feel like I can I can give them some money, but I'm not I'm not going to feel ripped off because of my play style, right? Because I, I do want to give them the money, but I don't want to give them the money and then not right. be you know not be able to enjoy it. Uh, Returnal is on that list. Uh, I want to play Returnal. Um, I think I'm going to have a good time playing it, but I don't think I'm going to have the, enough time to invest and beat it. Uh, as opposed to like Elden Rings coming out, I don't need to, I don't need to research anything about it, um, even though I have. I know I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, where the others, I, I it's and it's just me. So I hope other people are really enjoying it because uh, I liked the 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 aspect of of the survival aspect because uh, I love playing Minecraft. I love like survival mode Minecraft where look at what I was able to do with starting out with nothing and then being able to do that in multiplayer with friends uh, in a very Diablo-like, Diablo-Viking you know, thing. I thought that'd be really cool. So it goes on the list yeah. of, of try it when it gets onto a discount uh, or maybe there's a demo out that I haven't looked at. But Speaking of things yeah. you want to try, have you, have you been on Nintendo Online lately, like at all? Like I played have. a Nintendo Online game? No, but I can like every time that I see more games added uh-huh. to to it, and I pay for it. I have a year or whatever. I pay for it every two months because it's only twenty dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just I'll do it and forget about it. Right? Um, every time I see games added to it, I'm just like, are they making these games up? Because like I I was a pretty extensive Super Nintendo player. Yeah, and half this stuff I've literally never heard of, and this the stuff that you're putting up here right on the screen i know that people aren't watching live anymore so so we've we've had what were the what were the names of these games i i gotta i gotta look them up because i compl- i i glanced at them i should have written them down because i glanced at them and we I was have like, what jelly boy <laughs> jelly boy Claymates, and what is it bamboozle which makes me think yeah. of a, a great friends episode by the way the the bamboozled episode where joey's going to be the uh the host of the game show yes yeah. and they're and they're doing like uh what is it phoebe's wedding shower yeah. i think at the same time or something like that i can't remember what the the girls are doing in that yeah. episode uh, but the bamboozled episode is so good <laughs> Uh, well, the, well, jo- well, well, Joey, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm a third world uh, headhunter. <laughs> I'm a headhunter. I, I uh, hook up with with the uh, rogue third world nations. Hey, Rasputin. <laughs> the um, the rules on that, and like Joey, like finally, like I, I think my favorite part of it though is the excitement because Ross like absolutely loves that kind of thing, the excitement that he has, and like. In playing the game, and oh my god, it's a, a good—that's a good bit. Um, <laughs> what is it? What uh, it, uh, the capital of whatever is Bogota? And he's like, it's Bogota, but Bogota. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that Colombia? I'm gonna get that I just, wrong. I just yeah. bamboozled shit. Sorry, you guys. I can go <laughs> on Friends uh, just in case anybody watches the video and sees my Friends Central Perk uh, Lego set there in the background. That's a cool one. Um, so what are what are these games like? I, okay, I should complain. Have... I've looked it up. There's like a hundred games on 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 Switch Online. It's not like they don't have a good offering. It's yeah. just every time they put up this crap, I'm like, what? What Kablooey. is stopping you from doing a virtual console? Yeah, Kablooey. Look at this. Um, okay, so one, I didn't own a Super Nintendo, so it's hard for me to judge when it came to the games. Uh, but I do, I I do slash did. Uh, 
and still do watch a lot of like retro like game review stuff i have never heard of these games in all of the reviews that i've watched of people playing like bad super nintendo games or bad nintendo games bad genesis games so are these just mediocre are they so like lukewarm that they didn't even show up on like worst lists they're not on definitely not on best list, but I don't I haven't seen these on anyone's like angry video game nerd and those kind of like all of those kind of reviewers. I've never seen them like play in these games. I guess they're that mediocre. I don't know. No offense to anyone who's watching this who worked on any of these games. I'm just saying, really? Like you're paying you're paying per month to to play this? On the flip side of of the of the Switch Online service, have you downloaded Pokemon Unite yet? I have not. Um, I'm hearing I haven't downloaded either because I've been knee deep in. Uh, I was going to say other things deep, mm-hmm. but this is a clean and family show that we do on here. That if by the way, tell your friends about that. If I know that some people have that uh, objection with with podcasts, a lot of people do language and stuff which yeah. patrick can tell you off stream i am not opposed to but we specifically run a clean podcast here uh so knee deep in skyward sword i'm hearing awesome things about yeah. pokemon united i uh, some trusted people that i follow uh on twitter one even said it's in their goatee lists right now wow for a free to play pokemon moba which i said when they announced this game that if there was something that was going to get me into a MOBA, MOBA, it would be Pokemon, right? So that may be my August thing to do other than my 12 for 12 is try out some Pokemon Unite. But I thought I would let you know that I'm hearing good things. I've I've never gotten into MOBAs either. Um, I I tried one, two. Um, but yeah, it just, just wasn't my thing. I'm not... Uh, I'm not big on competitive multiplayer. Uh, it's just me. I did play some Battlefront 2 this past weekend, by the way, because I was trying nice. out trying out some games in uh, 120 frames because that's supposed to be 120. Um, and I, I actually I talked about this. I, I talked to you about it on Apollo. But a quick aside: playing uh, 4K 120 on the new TV. Um, and I know I sent you Apollo about this. Um, there are times where, like, I've hit the display button, so it like show you like the stats of like what what you're playing, and it's like, yeah, 4K 120. I had to check because it, I feel like it's a really subtle difference between 60 and 120. 30 and 60, it's very apparent. 60 and 120, not quite as apparent. Maybe my eyes are getting more used to 60 versus 60 and 120. It's like, oh, that's fine. That's it's good or better. Maybe my eyes are just viewing it that way. Um, but I hit the button on the remote because I was like, am I really playing 120? Uh, and it's 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 good, but don't feel like people listening to the show who are like, oh, I can't believe these people playing at 4K 120. Um, it's a luxury. Like seriously, it's it's not um, it's not the same leap in my opinion. It's it's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. Um, I'd say it's like it's like uh, VHS going from VHS to DVD. Well, VHS to DVD. What do you think? Was pretty subtle. DVD to Blu-ray was a pretty good jump. But Blu-ray. Uh, to 4K, I mean, I think I think the biggest jump that no. that happened was when you started seeing widescreen DVDs. Yeah. Like oh, I, when, okay. when we went that. from four three when we went from four three to sixteen nine. Yeah. That 
that was like jarring. You're like, holy crap, they cut yeah. off so much of this. Uh, <laughs> that like that that I think and that didn't that happened in the middle of DVDs. Like there was yeah. some widescreen yeah. VHS out there. It's not but they were rare. I think there was a Star Wars widescreen Star release. Wars one, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a box set that I remember very vividly. Yeah. I, I want to say it was gold. The, um, there's a gold and there's a silver. And there's a silver. And the silver, mm-hmm. I, the gold, I believe, is full screen. The silver is widescreen. Uh, widescreen. I may be. I may be wrong. You might be right about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But there's a silver and there's a, there's a gold. Um, and my dad and I. So my dad's navy junkie. That's where I get it. And we like. You know, I was I was in middle school when you know having those VHS tapes. I think the DVDs came out. I remember having an argument with a kid. Silver was widescreen. Silver was widescreen. Cool. So I remember having an argument with someone about the widescreen, and you know, just imagine Patrick in like seventh or eighth grade having an argument with another kid who has, of course, you know, we're kids, so we don't know what the hell we're talking about, but. I did, and I was like, no, widescreen is the entire thing, 16 by 9. Uh, full screen is pan and scan. They zoomed in, and they cut out something. And he was like, no, they just they just zoom in and stretch it. Like, no. It was a, it was a really hard thing for people to wrap their mind around because of those black bars. Yep. Because yep. you're like, how could I possibly be seeing everything whenever it's not taking up my whole yeah. TV, right? And now, like... It's just one of those things where, like, you notice whenever something was formatted, you know, maybe after the fact, whenever yeah. you have that black bar versus where it's taking up my full, you know, beautiful 55-inch TV, you can just see where yeah. there's, like, something that they didn't edit or, you know, I don't know how all that works in terms of post-production, but whenever whenever they didn't put the widescreen in there and they just yeah. kind of pasted the widescreen in yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? Um, where also, there's that black bar still. Yeah, yeah. And and then the other aspect of it, which I... I a lot of people don't realize this as well. Um, I could go on and on about like AV stuff and like cinematics, but um, so with the new TV, swear these are really cool things you'd appreciate. Uh, the new TV uh, has a thing where it's like an IMAX like streaming thing through Bravia. It's Bravia Core, but some of them are IMAX enhanced. And I was like, well, what is that? Like, oh, well, we take the IMAX version of the movie that you could see in the IMAX theater. And we let you see the entire screen of those sections. And immediately, I'm only thinking of one movie that I could think of when, when I heard about it. I could only think of one movie where it was an aspect ratio change like that because IMAX is taller, right? Versus yeah. the versus the letterboxed. Even on our 16 by 9, it's letterboxed slightly. Dude, Spider-Man Far From Home has IMAX footage. And nice. the Blu-ray of it, the Blu-ray of it, they chopped off the top and bottom. The Blu-ray chopped off the top and bottom, or they zoomed in like like on the t- on the top or bottom to try to get the best shot. So there's uh, there's quite a few movies that like have this extra extra little bit. I'm like, I can't believe I missed that. I didn't see Spider-Man: Far From Home in IMAX. I missed I missed some some pretty things here and there when they were in uh, in Italy. So yeah, uh, and also. Also, my TV from the factory, the aspect ratio was off, and it was cutting off uh, like 5% of the bottom of the screen and 2% of the side. Yeah, like, there's something weird going on with this. So this is there's a TV right here that, uh, and by going on, it's now almost, I want to say it's like a 15-year-old flat-screen television. Okay. And so it's not like it's it okay. was good to begin with, but like when you're watching my PlayStation on it, it mm-hmm. cuts off parts of the the 
the oh, game screen for some reason. Like no matter what I do, I've unzoomed it. I've used every mode on there, and no matter what, it just cuts it off. I even went into the PlayStation settings and like lowered the square. But every time you start a game, the game ignores oh. the PlayStation home screen settings and just goes up. Um, this one, this one's like literally so aspect random. ratio in the expert settings that I had to click on, and I only knew it because I because I'm a geek like this. I went through all these different test patterns to like calib- to get my TV looking really good. And the one that I usually I, I didn't look don't look at that often is the aspect ratio. And when I and thank thank you Xbox and the calibrate your TV thing on your Xbox, you click the button and it has a little green line. You should have a green line all the way on you know the border of every single thing. And it was like green line, green line, nothing. Like, wait, what is happening? Um, and as soon as I fixed it, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like I wasn't missing a ton. But I want that 5%. I want the little 5% right here. Let's I want it all. Yeah, come on. I paid for that. Uh, I paid for that yeah. 5%, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. But yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, but uh, Also interesting, Steam Deck getting even better uh, information, reviews, whatever you want to call it, on this. Um, I, you've, you've still got yours pre-ordered. I'm I'm yeah. like this close. Q1 2022. I'm this close to like like not going with the scalper, but like like it being on my list of like yes, I think I think I could do this. Uh, it, it it just looks better and better. The, so the RAM on this thing originally uh, was essentially, I'm, and I'm not an expert in, in hardware, so I'm not going to pretend to explain it. But the initial expe- uh, specs essentially said it was 16 gigs of uh, LPDDR5 uh, at uh, 5.5 gigabits per second, or gigabytes, sorry. Uh, but apparently, uh, the specs are actually it's quad 32-bit channels. So essentially, having more. Uh, 120 bits of memory essentially and that memory is having to handle video and ram sorry vram versus ram like on your pc it has to handle both like uh like a console um and being able to to have that extra extra breadth uh, on that is is really cool kind of like cores on a cpu right yeah the the reason why it's important from what i from what i was reading was basically because most of the time whenever you have a gaming pc and the reason why people buy a gaming pc for lots of different reasons but Mm -hmm. is there's the dedicated gpu and then there's your cpu and the way that the steam deck works is it's kind of all together on board so having more more basically there's more ram to kind of give the gpu slash cpu a little bit more room to roam yeah and and basically you know because if you've ever tried to play a game on say a business laptop for example business laptops graphics cards suck and they're using basically the the onboard graphics thing to do anything and that's why everything looks like nothing that's why that's why that they're affordable and why they do what they do very well but you can't do things like watch stuff or play things on them so they are doing this to kind of make up for for that the everything i'll tell you like in terms of what is now solidified me from not canceling Mm -hmm. is skyward sword I, i i posted about it on my own facebook today but like sitting in my in bed on my yeah. couch in my office chair during lunch yeah. there's just been moments where i'm sitting here playing this game at 60 fps 
which is important. Mm-hmm. This is why I wish there was a Switch Pro, but 60 FPS Zelda, mm-hmm. it, I, I don't care that it's at 720 because it still looks great yeah. in my little handheld. You know, I do kind of hope that maybe down the line there's an OLED screen because that would make it that much better, but it's going to be LCD, which is what the Switch that I have uh, is. But that has been so much fun having smooth gameplay having triple a quality gameplay in your hand is so nice and i know you're not gonna be able to do that with every single triple a game uh on the steam deck but i'm looking forward to having more consistent solid gaming experiences on a handheld and that's why i'm closer and closer to like not canceling right it's not a uh it's it's a thing that I got it because I wanted to get in. It looked intriguing. And like you said, everything that I'm reading about it more and more says, get this thing. Yeah. Like it's it, quality. It's a little yeah. pricey, but it looks dope. But it seems like quality. And I've been playing more handheld, uh, the, you know, recently, uh, than before, uh, a couple years ago, I wouldn't have really cared that much about, about handhelds. Actually, the Razer Kishi is what, what changed it. I mean, I was playing my Nintendo Switch, and it was like, okay, this is fine. Uh, but the using the Razer Kishi uh, along with my phone, so that's the the thing that uh, we talk about. Uh, Owen has a backbone. I have a Razer Kishi. goes on your phone, allows you to play not only mobile games, but I can stream off my PS5. I can stream off my Xbox. Um, being able to do that... I've been playing a lot of handheld because of that that uh, ease. I can literally boot up my PS5 while I'm sitting right here. I've done that, and and and, and the wife was like, "What's happening?" Because she thought that didn't realize it was me. <laughs> no, that, my wife's coming to the office. Before. I was like, "Did you know your PlayStation just beeped?" <laughs> yep, yep. Because it beeps, and you hear the fan kick in. It's like spinning. We both have the disc version, so it's trying to convince her it was a ghost. <laughs> I didn't do that. No, no. And then she comes in. She comes in, and she sees me. Like she sees me, like I can boot it up from here. I can play it. I have not tried it uh, remotely. Uh, I tried the Xbox. I didn't try the PlayStation. But on your LAN, it's great. Am I going to take the if if I got a Steam Deck, would I take it on the go with me? I probably would. But I can also do this. Uh, that being said, I would be streaming whatever I'm playing. So I'd be dependent on say. Um, you know the the house the airbnb or wherever we're, we're staying or hotel wi-fi trying to stream graphics to this probably wouldn't be that great so that does give obviously the win to the to the steam deck um i still haven't pulled the trigger i still haven't obviously i can't pre-order it but it's it's i'm almost convinced that that it should be in my life i'm almost convinced of that yeah, and that's uh, that's one reason I kind of like that mine's that mine right now is slated for Q1 because that way, hopefully the the first people the first line of people that got in at the beginning are able to play it and yeah. you know as long as, I don't know when mine gets locked in I'll, I'll I'll probably need to pay attention to that closer to December before I shell out five hundred bucks but I'm hoping that they don't charge my credit card until it's being sent and that way we can get some of those initial re- yeah. like thoughts reviews and stuff in december to really confirm that it's as good as it's looking on paper because right now on paper i like pretty much everything about it i i've come around on like the game gear look i i think it's probably a little chunky it's definitely a big boy uh and so it's probably one of those things where i don't you know that's one thing to to account for is definitely weight but if 
but if people say it's it's comfortable and everything and, and ease of use, like I'm not going to be, I know some people will be doing all kinds of mods for and everything. As we've said many times on this show, I want the most straightforward experience ever. I just want to go into Steam, hopefully maybe be able to go into like the Epic Game Store and get those free games, which I started logging back in uh, this week yeah. and clicking the free games again because I always forget. Uh, hopefully I can do those two game stores, maybe a Game Pass easily. But yeah. if those aren't easy, then I'm just going to be using Steam because yeah. I don't I don't want to work for it. I want <laughs> I want the console experience of PC gaming. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's exactly what I wanted. So the blend and that's what the, you know, the steam, steam OS and everything. That's what that was the steam box. And all of that was supposed to be the, be- the, the benefits of console gaming, the ease of console gaming with the power of PCs. Um, I, like I said, I, it just, it just looks better and better. And I know if I get it, I'm going to have to get like a case for it and stuff. Cause if I get it, I got to, you know, I, I, I'm going to bring it with me. Um, the switch, you know, goes, you know, goes in my, uh, goes in my backpack when I travel, this may end up going in the backpack instead if I end up getting one. So we'll see if I do end up getting one. Um, also now I'm like actually curious, like, are there any games on mobile that I actually would like that are not made to make me log in and do like microtransaction stuff? Like, I'm actually curious now. Like now that I have my uh, uh, now that I have my Kishi, like maybe there's something out there for me. So let me know in the comments. They exist. Is. Yeah. What's that? They exist. I they mean, exist. you're not an Apple user, so Apple Arcade completely removes all microtransaction because yeah. it's a monthly service for five bucks a month. But so that that kind of thing exists. But there's probably some games that are on iOS, like on Apple Arcade, mm-hmm. that also exists on Android that can probably point you towards um and but don't don't forget they're also starting to put more old like pc and like you can play knights of the old republic on mobile and one of them has controller support and one of them doesn't Mm. so you need to be sure which one does or doesn't the final fantasy games Mm -hmm. are on mobile chrono trigger is on mobile Oh, that's right. Because the, the the Final Fantasy is on there now, but it's not the pixel the pixel perfect ones, the pixel remasters that we're doing. Yeah, the pixel remasters mm-hmm. are coming. Yeah, I, I'm that. That's what got me thinking about it because I was I was. Thinking, but I'm, I refuse on that. Put it on console, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing none of this. Like I, the the only thing that might is that I might pl- I might buy Final Fantasy VI for Steam Deck. Like that's the only thing that 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 might happen. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know any of the other ones that I really want to play. Mm-hmm. We can go into the twelve for twelve if you want. I ha- I don't I don't know, man. I don't know about the turn base anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's. Well, this is going to be a brief twelve for twelve because these are both these are both. Games I've been playing that, too much Zelda. Yeah, you've been playing a lot of Zelda. These are both games that are in. One, they're different franchises, but they're in our favorite franchises. But they're a game that we didn't play that much of, or we didn't like when it first came out. So it is. There's a commonality in both of ours. So you you played some Final Fantasy Nine, and I did. just and so I I do want to speak to some 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 quality of life stuff because I was playing the PS4 version. Okay. Got got to shout it out. The, those are the things that can make these games definitely more accessible seven eight and nine all have um they're all slightly different 
but nine has, I think, the most because there's two different levels of quality of life on them. There's one where you can go into your game menu and you can turn on like a debug mode. That disables your trophies, though, um, and you can't turn them off once you turn them on. And there's it's things like un, it's it's things like unlimited gold or something like that, among okay. a couple other things. Then there's the ones that don't disable trophies, like you have uh, like all your hits do nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage, um, and that's from the very beginning of the game. Um, and three x speed, so you run. Uh, you you can run the whole game. And it, but the only problem is you have to sometimes disable it during cutscenes because it also goes through your cutscenes at three oh. X speed. Because like uh, that's what I, I want to play the game for. Like I want to experience the story. I want to do this for eight yeah. as well. But yeah. I, I don't don't zip through my cutscene though. Like I, I this is this is my reward for playing. <laughs> it literally just turns on a fast forward mode on the game and it mm-hmm. and it pushes everything, including you running around, but also there's a lot of cutscenes, especially at the beginning, it's very cutscene heavy. Um shout out to those. Uh if 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 I do go back, I did start a save. I'm at the very beginning. I played maybe twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh it's just I Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Final Fantasy 15, Final Fantasy 14. Uh, I'm just not I'm just not a big turn-based guy anymore. It's got to be very specific. I'll still play some tactical like tactical RPGs like I, you know, I played Fire Emblem 3 Houses mm-hmm. uh, in 2019. Loved it. It was one of yeah. my favorite games of the year, but that that party mode where it's just you along that line, your enemies are there. I is antiquated the word that I want. Yeah. It, it's just it's old, yeah. man. I just Final Fantasy VII remake is too good, and it's hard to go back after you've played combat that is that you're you're in it. You're moving around. You're making sure you're dodging. You're also lining up these cool like menu based attacks, which still keeps that homage to the original and. As much as I want to give Nine another shot, yeah. and I'm going to leave it installed, it's going to be one of those things that there's going to be a rainy day where it's like, all right, let's jump in, let's turn on all the the cheats that you know we don't care about, let's just try and get through the story. I'll probably, you know, I'll probably look up a guide, yeah, <laughs> as well, just to kind of experience it. But it's one of those things I, you know, I feel bad. Uh, I, I haven't beaten a single one of my 12 for 12 games, but at least I can say I'm trying them. <laughs> well, I beat my first 12 for 12 game. There you uh, go. Because I've played a couple hours in, in, in every one of them. I've played some Some I am going to go back and beat. Uh, but I played Resident Evil 3. And, yeah, uh, this is the Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Original? Uh, or? No, no, this is the this is The, remake. the new one. Yeah, it's the okay. new one. Okay, okay. Uh, re- not, not remaster, full-on remake uh, with some, some changes in there. Uh, so when this game came out, um, I played the heck out of 2. And when this game came out, similar to Final Fantasy VIII, I booted up the game. I played it, and 8, I was turned off more than uh than this like i played i think i got like halfway through resident evil 3 back in the day um it wasn't it wasn't bad but i hated nemesis just showing up and you know and, and wrecking everything which is rocking the, you. the game yeah i know it's the point yeah. of the game but and he's like way faster than mr x isn't he? he is he is faster um he's faster and he's less well if you've never played the game he's less predictable 
where Mr. X may just show up. And Mr. X is, by the way, in way more of two than he was, and the remake of two than he was the original two. Um, but yeah, he's he's faster. He's he's in a lot more of the game because it's kind of what he's uh, what the game is known for. Um, but the unpredictability of uh, of Nemesis in comparison to Mr. X, Mr. X, I felt like I could evade, um, and Nemesis, it's like. Yeah, you have to evade him, but you also have to fight him multiple times, uh, as opposed to just knowing, you know, oh, well, I don't have to fight him. Um, also, I was a kid when I played Resident Evil 3, so you got to factor that in where, like, Ocarina of... Uh, sorry, yeah, Majora's Mask. I was a kid when I when that came out. I, no, what was I? High school? When did Ocarina come out? 1990... Uh, let's see if I can guess this. Uh... 1999 or 2000? I think it was 1999 or 2000. Yeah, okay, so I was I was a sophomore in high school. It's going to bother me. Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school, so, like, yeah, I wasn't mature. Uh, what? 1998. 98? Really? I literally... What was 99? It was Final Fantasy... Final Fantasy 9 was 99. Was it? Okay. was 97. Okay, yeah, so... Okay, so... Yeah, so... I didn't realize it was that late, and that's Japan release, too. Okay, so it was middle school when, when uh, Majora's Mask came out, and the similarly, uh, you know, pet peeve, whatever you're going to call it, like the, the ticking clock just gave me way too much anxiety. Uh, Nemesis gave me way too much anxiety back in the day. So playing this game, um, playing the remake, I loved it, by the way. I really loved it. But I had to keep that in mind, like, when it came to Nemesis, you know, um, I, I don't mind getting surprised. You know, you're supposed to be scared but jump scares just like just to scare you like that's a cheap scare uh nemesis can get a little cheap when it comes to some of the some of the surprises uh but i had to like reassure myself like you don't have to fight him you just run if you die it's okay like i had to like talk myself down when it came to my anxiety on that um it wasn't as bad as i as you know when i was a kid obviously but um same thing with Mr. X. Like it's frustrating because you know you can't kill him. You know you can't kill him until it's the time that you're supposed to be able to kill him. I really right. liked it though. Um, it was short-ish. I want to say I got I beat it in twelve hours, thirteen hours. Um, but I think I beat nine and was not nine eight. I think I beat eight in about thirteen fourteen hours. So yeah, I mean. I think that was what I heard. The initial complaint was is that this one, and I, you know, it was like one of those things where people are like, well, you know, maybe it's just not as long as two. But the fact that they said that three, like the remake of three, was over way faster, it felt like, than the yeah. remake of two. Yeah. And, and maybe it didn't have as much replayability as the remake of two it, either. I don't think it did. Uh, so also, two has a lot of replayability when it comes to you play Claire's story, you play Leon's story, and then you play the B versions of each of their stories. So you not only have... If you beat the game as, as Claire, you can play the game as Leon. It's a completely different uh, experience. You're in the same place, but 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 where you find things is different like your story is different because you're playing the other half of the story because they're separated for a long time and the b stories in that is you play the b story as if you were as if like say claire was on leon's path or leon was on claire's path so there's a lot of replayability when it comes to two that's why it's kind of hard to to compare the two um i i i liked it though um i felt like 
Uh, I did get a uh, what I I think it was because I got like the digital deluxe or something. Like it gave me extra whatevers. And what mm-hmm. it ended up being is like you have really good weapons like from the beginning. So I had much less of a survival horror in this than I did with um, with some other games. Maybe that was one of the reasons why like um, I didn't feel like it was as difficult. But I enjoyed it. I'll say that. But you know, if you don't have a lot of time to to replay the game and you want to play the story, I'm not saying pay to win, but those little things where they're like, hey, you're you get uh, a, a kind of a boost at the beginning of equipment. Um, yeah, you know, if if you're willing to pay five bucks for that, I'm I'm not going to knock it if it saves you a couple hours. It's only five bucks. Boost. It was like five bucks. Yeah, it's it not like terrible. Five, so five is this like a DLC? Is it like a DLC pack that includes like guns and stuff? Yeah, yeah, and it, it gave it gave, Does it give you, you anything uh, other than upgrades. Uh, no, it's just upgrades. It didn't like give you any additional story or anything like that. But for five bucks, I was like, eh, why not? Uh, the I mean, I get is that the new modern day cheat codes? Like five dollars is your cheat code? <laughs> I, th- I I mean, I think it is. The uh, there's one on um, that'll be about three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five bucks, and you get you get like a this yeah semi automatic weapon or whatever it was. Uh, you get it early. Um, I didn't like have an ammo shortage very often like at all uh that i could remember um similarly resident evil 8 had like not had that and it also had like uh things you could add to a weapon that would give it a, a modifier um which is part of resident evil uh, 8 anyways is like modifying your weapons but you could like add something that would give your your handgun extra damage um and that they charge like five bucks for or whatever online so i guess that's a modern day modern day cheat code but it it didn't like win the game it was still a challenge um but it was it was easier and it definitely saved me from some deaths so don't feel bad if you uh if you do that to save you to save some time if it's a game you want to play and you know you're going to be frustrated you know it gives you a little leg up but you still get a challenge if i ever design a game i'm making i'm making like a a uh Turbocharged mode that yeah. it costs three fifty. Every single, any any game I ever participate in will be three dollars and fifty cents for more power. Uh, so, so we what, get the Loch Ness what's, what's up? For, what's up for the great month of August? Ooh. Normally a dead month, but there's actually a lot of stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to twelve minutes. I was looking forward to Kenna, which is now September, but. Maybe this means I'll have some some time, even though if I if I go on my current streak of not beating any of my twelve for twelve games, Guacamelee will suffer, but I will be diving into some Guacamelee here after I beat Skyward Sword. That's that's a fun game, so um I, I'm excited for you playing that one because it's it's fun. Um I, I wouldn't say it's like it's just amazing, but I had a blast with that one. Um I'm, I'm excited about 12 minutes. The wife's excited about it too. Great cast. Um, mm. And I feel like I feel like it's been in development forever. But uh, my August game is I'm finally going to play The Dark Pictures, Man of Medan, Medan whatever. Um, it's the first one, right? It's, I'm, the, I'm pretty sure it's the first uh, one. If it's not, I may I, I may I may substitute. I'll have to double check and make sure because I'm pretty sure it's the first one. If it's not the first one, I may substitute it. At, um, see, and Dark Pictures Anthology. Pretty sure that's the first one. Uh, I think I have I have two of them. So if it's not this one, technically it would end up on my backlog. If it's House of Ashes comes out October, yep. 
which one's first, Little Hope or Man of Madonna? So I have both of them, so I can substitute. Uh, and you haven't played either of them. I have not played either one of them. One of them, so I can I can. Uh, Man of Madonna, 2019. Little Hope, 2020. So cool. Man of okay. first. So Man of Madonna's first. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna play that one first. Um, I'm I'm super massive in Bandai Namco, man. Bandai yeah. Namco just they just publishing everything. Yeah, and this is this is a for the people who like it, and it's and this crowd, like the the horror crowd on PC, is way bigger than it is on console. There's so many like horror uh, PC games. Um, this is you know it's it's a smaller studio, but I'm I'm excited uh, to play it. Um, you know to... what? Hmm? I'm gonna make a switch then because you're playing a super massive game. On my list of alternates was mm-hmm. Until Dawn, which was also made by Supermassive. I'm gonna switch out uh, Guacamole for Until Dawn. I am very excited because I didn't realize Until Dawn was on your list uh, at all. It was, um, on, it, it was gonna roll into 2022. I've already okay. got my 2022 list started. Okay. Um, for just some extra games like Last Guardian is gonna be next year. Um, uh, so That's a good one. All, until Dawn was an alternate. Since you're playing a super massive game, I will be editing that. Um, in. I am. I loved. I mean, obviously, I love the genre, but the the way what they did with that game. Um, I, I I loved it. I would. I need to go back and play that game again. I've not played Rush of Blood, which I do have for PlayStation VR. Uh, but the you know not of course not giving away anything away when it comes to Until Dawn. Decisions that you make obviously matter when it comes to like the ending, when it comes to different aspects of uh, of of the game. But the how horror are we talking? Are we talking jump scares? Are we talking thriller? I mean, it's it's not too big on jump scares there's a little bit of gore um is it more like you'll find people dead a little bit like there's no there's there's some stuff that's kind of graphic it's not it's not as graphic as like watching i just don't really feel like jumping out yeah it's i think there may be like a couple jump scares but it's not like a cheap jump scare Uh, it's not as graphic as Saw. Um, I, I just heard it was so good that I bought it the a long time ago. Dude, the performances of the actors. Because uh, is, uh, is it Hayden Panettiere? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, she's in it. Yeah. And uh, I forgot the guy's name. is Remy Malik, I think. I want to double check because I'm getting it wrong. Yeah, Remy Malik is in it. And Remy is great. Oh, wow. Um, it's got a it's got a good cast. Their performances, yes. Uh, Brett Dalton's in it. Yeah, wow. yeah. There's yeah. That's uh, uh, Agents of Shield. Yeah, I, rec- I recognize it. the recognize the name. But, yeah, that um, is a good cast. Dang. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good like, and I will say that you know okay, it came out uh, it was 2000, oh, 2015. Okay, it's not that long yeah. ago. Um, there are some times that okay, like the the. The fate, you know, the um, uh, what is it called? Like, it's not quite Uncanny Valley, but like, it's not, it's not perfect when it comes to like the sink of like uh, the faces. It looks just a little odd, uh, but it's. I think, I think it's great. Um, and what they did, the the story and um, kind of the mystery involved, I thought was really cool. The mystery involved in it is what kept me going. Um, and I don't know how long you'll play it. I don't know if. Uh, well, your wife would probably uh, may enjoy watching it. No, I thought she did. She likes scary. No, she's murder stuff. No, 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 no. 
She likes drama type yeah. things, but not she's not a big uh, murder. I know she was person. like a how like long? A, like a horror like a huge horror fan, but I thought she would appreciate how long it to beat yeah. average I'm guess play ten. eight hours. Okay. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. If it if it hooks me, then you know I'm waiting for one of these twelve for twelve. Trails of Cold Steel. I did get yeah. like a solid over ten hours. I think that's my longest uh, twelve for twelve yeah. game. But so net, August will be super massive month. That's awesome. For, I'm I'm looking forward. We're to gonna it. have to work on that for for next year. We'll try and like line them up more. Yeah. You know I I like I said I've already started adding some um alternates and it's just so i can build my 2022 mm-hmm. list but we can kind of work it out through the the gg app which i do yeah. uh, support financially I think, but yeah. I, I share my list every so often if if uh, you gamers out there are looking to keep track just of that you can keep track of the things you play you could keep track of your collection you could uh um use it however you want i personally just track the games that i play yeah uh, and then there's like my favorite games of all time list and i i after i beat skyward sword i'm planning on doing a favorite zelda list uh as well i just haven't i want to beat i want to beat skyward sword which by the way it's working its way it's yeah. it's 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 up there there's some I, I want to talk more about my qualms with with Skyward Sword, but it probably have to be like kind of like a spoiler episode. Type yeah, thing. But you have to get more into it. I need to get more into it. I'm going to get more into it, and we'll do one of those later this year. Um, I'm, I'm also going to add a couple other things that I'd like to do as little segments. We talked about like our favorite Zelda, our favorite iteration of Zelda. Like I'd like to do one of those like every, every now and then a little f- fun thing like that. Um, let's let's wait till later this year to do the one for yeah. Skyward Sword. We may sprinkle in some other fun stuff uh, here and there. So stay tuned to this channel if you were standing actually tuning into channels. Stay tuned here. Subscribe. You know what I mean. In the modern day like subscribe favorite share with your friends like you said we keep try to keep it as clean as possible on the show so anyone can enjoy it we're not just going to scream at the scream at the screen and you're actually gonna um well i don't know if you've learned something hopefully you will enjoy yourself and uh hopefully you'll have fun yeah you'll have fun be part of the conversation with us comment watch us live on wednesday you can be part of the conversation and we'll see you next time bye